From Labradoodles to Cronuts, the world loves a hybrid. So today, businesses are taking a smarter hybrid cloud approach using the tools, platform, and expertise of IBM. The world is going hybrid with IBM. Visit ibm.com slash hybrid cloud. This is um, <clears throat> Brighter Days, the Sunlight Project. We are the Sklar Brothers, and this is View from the Cheap Seats. And uh, what a crazy time in sports. This is actually my favorite time of the year when it comes to sports, because you've got college football, you've got NBA starting to kick in. Oh you've my God, the NFL. NBA. The NBA is off the hook right now. NBA is off the hook. And what I love about it, Ran, is that I mean, right now fights, fist fights in the NBA. Fist fights, wide open, heated rivalries, and that's the beginning of the year. College football heating up, the the college football playoff picture coming into view, and things getting blown out of teams the water losing and losing their position. And you got a huge game with LSU and Alabama this weekend, so that's going to actually change some some oh, you know, positioning. And one little thing called the World Series happened, and it was maybe it, the most interesting and coolest World historic World Series of all time. So before this World Series, we talked about the fact that the Nationals were the hottest team uh, to come into this. They, they've been the hottest team since June 1. It's almost reminiscent of what the Blues did. Or the Royals a they couple years ago. They were 12 games under 500 earlier in the year. and now, 19 and 31. And now here they are. They stand at the top of the heap at the end, winning an historic Game 7. Never in the history of Major League Baseball in the World Series has the home team lost every single game in a seven-game series. Which, how frustrating was that for the fan bases for both? Well, because, think about that because they could not, neither fan base could root for their own team to win a game in their own building. So the Nationals come out of the gates to win the first two games, and it's like, whoa, maybe this is the hottest team that cannot be stopped. And then the Astros came back and three. said, no, 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 we are historically great, and we're going to go back there and beat your asses and prove, and just basically give ourselves one game to win, and then the Nationals come back, Strasburg, Beautiful wins game six. Scherzer, who couldn't even put his clothes on, couldn't even get dressed for game five, stands up, up and delivers a gem in game seven. Keeps him close. And then, I mean, we were driving to go do it, how crazy is this that on the night that the Blues won the Stanley Cup, we were driving to go do a show at the Hammer Museum, a show Museum. at the Hammer Museum, one of our favorite shows, the uh, open projector night. And th- last night we were driving again, and I'm listening to it on the radio, which is one of my favorite things in the world to do. I love watching sports, but I love listening to it on Dan the radio. Dan Shulman does such a good job, and we'll I get him on him. this podcast. Shulman was amazing, and, and, and Smoltz was, is it Smoltz? Schmoltz is doing with uh, Joe Buck. Yeah. <clears throat> Unbelievable. But so it was listen- Singleton. We were Singleton. listening, and it's 2 nothing, and the Astros get the Nationals out yeah. in the seventh, and we're yeah. like, or the sixth, I think, and we and we're heading into the seventh. We're like, it's over, man. Yeah, I don't know. Just Granky has back. it. You're looking at 2009 Cy Young Award winning Kansas City Royals Granky, and it's just. It Isn't it insane. funny that the Nationals were questioned all year for their bullpen, and that here it was the Astros bullpen that fails them? Yeah. Uh, and here's my take, and I know this might seem like, well, what are you basing this on? Nothing. I'm basing it on karma. Mm-hmm. You think about the assistant GM of the Astros, yep. who in the last series uh, was for he's forced to resign. Is that yeah? Craig? I mean, they've Taubman? ultimately made the right thing. But Craig, is his name Craig Taubman? Yeah, I know that's not, not Craig, Craig Taubman. Uh, but he was a sadly a Jew that uh, that makes me sad and it bothered me. Uh, but they win their series against the Yankees, and in celebration in the clubhouse. Directed at a female reporter, this guy goes, "Yeah, that's why we got Osuna. That's why we got him." In other words, referencing Osuna, who's their relief pitcher, who was banned for like 60, 70 games last year because of a domestic abuse case, case where he was found guilty of domestically abusing his wife. And the Astros were looked upon poorly for taking this guy on and saying, "Hey, we're going to put baseball in fact, ahead." This of- reporter actually wrote about it and criticized the Astros for doing it and he in several times directed to her, this specific person, "Yeah, that's why we got Osuna. That's why we got Osuna, right?" Like didn't he, you guys won. 
You didn't need to do that in any way, shape, or form, and yet he did it over and over again. And then the Astros stood by him as and kind of tried to shout this woman down. Yeah, and un- question her integrity. Until an investigation happened. And enough and the, eyewitnesses were like, yeah, yeah he, he, he yelled it that. at her. He yelled it at her. So the Astros were worried about protecting this guy who shit all over this And then the owner of the Astros sends like the weakest like two-line letter to this woman basically saying, yeah, that's not what we're about. Yeah. Never saying I'm sorry. Nope. They did not apologize, which, again, I don't know if they were worried that, like, by apologizing, she would then sue them and that would be the end. But still, sometimes you have to do the right thing in this instance, and they didn't. And I do believe that while that did not cause them to lose this series, maybe— Bad juju. A, bad juju. B, takes you off of your task, which is what we need to do. And then finally, I think the Washington Nationals, since, I would say, weeks before the season ended, had to play for their playoff lives. Mm -hmm. And really, since they were 19 and 31, played literally the best baseball that they could just to hang on and be a wildcard team because the Braves were so good that year. Mm -hmm. They had to fight to hang on. They didn't know what their fate was going to be, so every single game meant something. Whereas the Astros were locked in, best team historically, 107 wins. They were the they didn't have to exercise that, those muscles in terms of being able to fight when you're down. And I think that ultimately gave the edge. We're talking about two innings. This this whole series, this whole season came down to two innings. Yeah. And and those moments, I think, gave the Nationals a chance to beat this historically great team. That and the fact that they were taken off their goal by dumb stuff that they were doing the other way. Interesting. Amazing. Good for baseball. Great for baseball. Great for baseball. The Astros will be back next year because they have the most unbelievable court. The Nationals have a great pitching staff, but how much more does Max Scherzer have? Probably a couple more years. A couple more years, maybe. It's unbelievable. Has anyone called Bryce Harper to make sure he's okay? I don't think. Look, he's okay because he's just laying on a bed of money. But the reason we're getting to our guests is because we have a phenomenal one, Adam Ray. And later on, we're going to talk more baseball with Gar Ryness, the batting stance guy who came on this show, this show, and predicted that the uh, Washington Nationals would win before, before the, the season. season started. This tame Impala, it might be uh, time. It might be time to bring on Adam Ray. Let's bring him on. It's View from the Cheap Seats. Stay with us. Hey, everybody, it's Elaine Welteroth, and I'm hosting a new podcast called Built to Last by American Express, where we will dive deep into the stories, history, and continued legacy of small businesses that shape American culture. Our debut season will focus on Black-owned small businesses that need our support now more than ever. In each episode, we feature the story of a Black business trailblazer that has inspired a modern Black-owned business. First up is Pinky Cole of Atlanta's food truck turned restaurant, Slutty Vegan. We'll also chat with Hanifa Muemba, the cutting edge designer behind the Hanifa 3D digital fashion show. Plus, we'll check in with Issa Rae, our modern day renaissance woman. We hope that it encourages all of our listeners to support these businesses as well as the black owned businesses in your own communities. Tune in for these amazing stories and others on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me, switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. As promised, uh, the great Adam Ray. He is a huge sports fan. First of all, I love his podcast with Brad Williams about last night. Thank you. you. If you aren't subscribing to it, just get on that right now. You guys have a lot of great athletes on there. We've had a lot of great athletes. You know, it's been very athlete heavy in the last few months. I love Uh, that. Sue Bird, Richard Jefferson, Blake Griffin. Sue Bird? Yeah. Can we please, like, compare notes and, and get these people to come and do our podcast? Oh, yeah. Because in our, I'll put you in touch. In our last, uh, we've had we've had Nancy Lieberman Klein. No, <laughs> <laughs> we've Joe had, uh, Lieberman, Josh Joe Lieberman, Lieberman, Nancy Lieberman Klein. Uh, who else? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but it, it, both of you guys love sports. I mean, yeah. Brad Williams is the biggest little Denver Broncos fan ever. Totally. So much so that he has 
he's doing to what you want to be doing. Well, you guys have gotten to do a lot of cool stuff sports-wise and have ins in certain areas. Yeah, yeah. And it's like he... I think the mascot or somebody that works for oh, the Miles, mascot. Miles, Miles the mascot is the guy who does it is the nicest guy okay. ever. We've met him. He's a sweet dude. And I he think that's comedy. who he does. Yeah. So yeah. that's I think who hit him up or came to a show. Yeah. And then it was like game over. Yeah. Then next thing you know, he's on the field. Rod Smith is like <laughs> DM. It. Like it's like that mascot. Rod, the mascots. I think we Rod Smith's like late night booty calling him. <laughs> And Brad Williams because he's open. He's like, hey man, can you uh, you think you can get up uh, on this shelf and Brad Williams is Brad Williams is like, I'll be the elf on that shelf for you. <laughs> but um, there's a mascot uh, connection that I think yes. is not discussed enough. Like they know they each mu- other. Yeah, they're they tied are. to everything though. They're tied to everything and they're like the janitor. They got keys to every door. <laughs> exactly. Who's the most powerful mascot in the game? For a long Great time, question. it was the San Diego Chicken forever and the Philly mm. Fanatic. By the way, the San Diego Chicken was like would would have things that the, he wouldn't do. You know what I mean? Like as a mascot, you're he was like the meatloaf of mascots. Yeah, it's like, I, it's like <laughs> I won't do that. <laughs> I would do anything for fan love, but I won't, I won't do that. Do that. <laughs> um, oh my god! But he, parody is waiting yeah, to happen. Parody is born. The Philly fanatic, obviously huge. Yes. The Phoenix gorilla, which to us was always weird. That's our joke it when was. we go to Phoenix. We're like, I guess you know, because gorillas are indigenous to the yeah, Phoenix. Remember area? when Jane Goodall was up on Camelback <laughs> Mountain? Silver, they used to call it Silverback, Silverback Mountain. Remember when she dined at Dan Marley's restaurant? Yeah, I remember when she brought all those gorillas down. <laughs> well, she to, did an experiment to bring, bring them, them down among to the, the people of Phoenix. And, and they would take them to outdoor cafes in the summertime, and she wrote that book, <laughs> Gorillas in the Misters. <laughs> so dumb. Dude, That I'll give you another great mascot. The Seattle Supersonics, rest in peace, um, Sasquatch. Sasquatch. I only saw him briefly. Dude, there's a weird photo of him walking out of the stadium. Never Oh, dude, just like our uh, our, our W's. But he was. Uh, it was like a. It was like a odd metaphor. Just like for Sean the Kemp with his kids. Oh, not fair. I, is I that him walking out weeks. the door? That was <laughs> Sean Kemp's number for two weeks. He and did he not. So I did a live... like a baby mama. He never talked to you again. Oh, that's so funny. And <laughs> I don't want to laugh your at phone. that, but that was really funny. <laughs> he uh, he. Look, he is. Let's name our top three. Uh, who are your St. Louis sports heroes? The guys that you grew up that you it's go, great man, question. if I ever got to have mm-hmm. them as a loose acquaintance or even their number for two weeks, okay. which I did with Kemp, and I'll tell that story, but who would be yours? Okay, so Ozzie's- Sean Kemp's the only person who can say new kid who dis. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So, so or I- if you just got added to the new kids on the block, <laughs> and you're trying to like have some funny fodder with the group in yeah. a group text. Yeah, yeah. Okay. new kid who dis. Uh, so Ozzie Smith, who we've met, and we've gotten to wow. get to know. I mean, we don't. he's not our, do we have his number in Thing? I, we might maybe but he just the nicest fine. best yeah. dude ever number aside like if you've gotten some so some that guy time. for us and of course growing up we were we had Brett Hull in St. Louis yeah and I really wanted, I was like, I want to hang out with Brett Hall. Because there was a moment when he was at the parade for the Blues. When the, when Blues, the Blues won. won this past year, which for us was enormous because we had grown up rooting yes. for the Blues our entire lives. And then they never, they were good, but they I never know. won. They were never even in the Stanley Cup. You guys, I'm sure you've talked about it at length, but seeing you guys the day after at the Improv. Oh my God. Was like, and this is why I got so excited for Josh Ademeyer's for the Nationals. Totally. Where it was like, it's I totally. love, I, it's, and you, that's when you know you're a true sports fan. When you uh, can get as excited just on the tip of as excited as you would be if it was your team for, for somebody else. For your friends who you know love it. Because you know also, like for a Patriots fan now, I mean, I don't who get Who cares? It's, you know, but a team that uh, that is doing something extra special like they did for you guys. So that, it's so funny because. You look like little kids, man. You both, you guys couldn't stop talking about it and you were like. We were ecstatic. Yeah, it was and crazy. It was, it was such a great. So I would want to see Brett Hull, but then he went to the parade and got drunk and we were like. Is drunk hall like what? Oh, drunk wow. hall, who do we said? Is drunk hall better than we asked John is, Hamm? Is, is drunk, drunk hall, hall better than Fat Thor? And John Hamm said, Drunk <laughs> hall is Fat Thor. <laughs> We're like, that's. Finkel is Einhorn? That's, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, by the way, Brett Hall, here's how much I don't. I don't, you know, I didn't grow up with a hockey team. Right. Seattle's going to get one in two years. We'll have a lot more to talk about. Are you getting one in two years? Oh, we're going to, dude. Our friendship level. Get ready for this to. I fucking can't wait. Go, go up and up. I love it because I'm going to be all into hockey. Yeah, because I I've been to a, four games live, and guess what? Loved it. Can't watch it on TV because I didn't grow up in it. If I have now a reason and a, and a team, I'm going to be way more into all the teams. I mean, but Brett Hole when I played. Was it not Game Day 98? It was the same people that made Game Day 98 for PlayStation uh-huh. for the NHL. Was it just NHL 94? Yeah. Maybe was that just, was I think that was what it was. We Wait, what play. was the thing in Brett Swingers? Was my guy. What was the thing in Swingers that they're playing? Like, they're playing hockey oh. and they're just taking Gretzky I think it was NHL 94. NHL 94, whatever. It was the like PlayStation that. one. Right. But anyway, Brett Hall, I didn't know until later 
in life how dope he was, but I was just like, that was my go-to guy yes. when I would play. And I was so like, he, he's good in this game. People yeah. were like, he's pretty good in real life, too. Not so, only was he good, there was a guy on the team. So he was the goal scorer. The assist guy was a guy named Adam Oates. So it was Hall and Oates. So they did like oh, posters. No. And, I'll show you And he Oates was poster, the assist on. guy, too, just like John Oates was the John assist Oates guy. John wasn't the guy. Arguably, yeah. But if you talk to Oates, he's like, well, look, dude, I was my name. Yeah. You know, it was my idea for the band, right. but like obviously, like I'm shorter. And we've said this over and over again. Sarah Smile, that song, Sarah Smile, which so we good. all know. The opening line is the creepiest line of all film. Hall and Oates. That's that's Brett Hall. <laughs> Brett and Hall Adam and Oates. Adam Oates. Okay. Do you think they wrote? Do you think they wrote Sarah Smile about Sarah Huckabee Sanders' smile? Listen to the beginning no. of it. Because well, just trying to hey, just trying to make small talk. About a okay. horse smile. Opening line. <laughs> opening line. Baby hair with a woman's eyes. Yeah, baby That's, hair. Yeah, with we a both head. had babies. Like, yeah. you yeah, want no, patchy, you thin hair with a weird mullet? No, with a no. gigantic women's eyes. It just feels <laughs> Freaky. ridiculous. Daryl, now we know what you're into. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, the beauty of like getting to hang with you and talk sports, which yeah. is something that not a lot of comics are into. Uh, is you go deep and like you played in and we talked about this on this show I oh, believe yeah. but like you played in the celebrity basketball like played against Jay Williams oh, yeah. and- just sent an email by the way to follow up because we're trying to play again and there's a we're it's it's in the we're in the mix okay great. so That's but exciting uh, literally just sent it as I was like oh my running god because Brad actually made you know because getting to play was. I don't know if I'll, you know, and I got to throw out a first pitch. I don't think we've talked since then we've at the done that Mariners so, game. How great was that? Uh, man, Mariners it was, at the Mariners. Yes. Yes. That, look, playing in the Celebrity All-Star game was not even something that was on. It was something that I wanted out of all the sports, like, things, you know, mm-hmm. because basketball was my favorite sport. That's you're, where I play the most. I, I'm sorry, but <laughs> oh, yeah. everyone must go to Adam Ray's Instagram <laughs> Follow him on Instagram oh. and go back and watch. Because what's crazy for it, <laughs> you call you your about, own game. Yeah. But so, I've talked to you about me at that stage, but I don't think it's real until you see those highlights. You not, are, not only do, is it real, but because my son is 10 and a half, and I'm watching. With the same body? No, I, no, no, no. I'm yeah. watching 10 and 11 like, year olds no, watch play. <laughs> I'm watching 10 11 year olds He's play. He's not a single parent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give him fig Newtons for breakfast. Yeah. All right. So I love you, mom. So here's <laughs> that's why she loved you. <laughs> Watching you play, I see who you are in my son's league. Oh my god! And I'm telling you that you would dominate today. <laughs> yeah, you were great. You were. So you were. What did you call yourself? Quick like, fat. Quick, quick fat, fat. But part of the reason why. <laughs> quick fat. And the thing that you can't the new, teach. That could be so, the new slogan movie. for Jenny Craig. I know. Quick <laughs> fat. You can, the thing you can't teach, quick fat. Dude, or, why is that not a movie? You better write that movie. When we had Eric Griffin on, I think it was the first time I brought up, because he was like a volleyball coach, and we were talking about that. And I somehow loosely talked about being quick fat in the story, and we started making up a fake trailer for it. And then we did one of those things where you riff out kind of the whole outline of the movie. Yeah. And every time, every fourth time I see Eric, we... And he still gets tweets about it because that we played it out so hard in the Quick episode fat. that people were like, when's the movie coming? And I'm Quick like, fat. maybe I should at least do a trailer for it as a joke. No, I don't know. You, know. you should write the movie because a, qui- a fat kid who's quick fat. Using those just- highlights also like the way that like um, – you know, how in what funny about people when they had the Sandler tapes up top, like the old school, I could use that. And then maybe like now, maybe I'm still trying to get in the league, but like this guy's like, you know, not in the best shape and trying to, I don't know what the story he is. He peaked at 10. Peaked yeah. at 10 when he was quick fat. And now in, or, or even better, he was quick fat and he was the best version of himself, even though now he's like a good, good looking, looking adult. Yeah. He longs for the days when he was an outcast and it put a chip on his fat shoulder and he took that straight <laughs> to the rack. Chip on yeah. that fat shoulder. It, uh, yeah, it, so, so that whole, yeah, dude. So that being what it was, that was, and that's why I thought I was going to go pro. Because if you're the tallest kid, you, yeah. I shot threes all day because Bird and Miller were my favorite players. The I love Barkley. Elijah Wan was the first jersey I got when I These thought about all wearing big jerseys. guys that could play out. Dude, my bar mitzvah, that was the best present I got. One of my best friends and gave me an Elijah Wan like, jersey. In, I remember holding it up. It was like brand new. It was the red one, the, um, the away jerseys. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, I wore it just every day. And then, uh, so I, you know, I you couldn't guard it. me in the post. Yeah. And again, like I, I would run the floor because I just, I had this mentality of like, I'm not going to... 
I wanted to still be as fast as the guys that just fucking got up and down I, the court. Dude, but, so I was doing it all. And you could not stop me. So in my head, I'm like, dude, I'm going pro. I'm going If this pro. continues. And then you peek out at six feet and a half and you sprain your ankle but, to 24 hours. But the angles you took to the basket were incredible. Unconventional. Is what you cannot teach. <laughs> you, can, you cannot, because what happens to a, a lot sense, of kids you, is. You sniffed the rim, man. You no, no, sniffed he, the rim. He, and you're like, went, get me to the bucket. He took it to the rack. <laughs> Take every, me to the tin. <laughs> It was every like time. it was like he was working at Nordstrom. He, he just took it to, to the, the rack, rack every time. He had a Nordstrom knockoff. Did you see some of the pump fakes or the like when I would do this? Because yes. I still I would do it in high school too, where I would do like just over. It was like a bad musical theater acting where yeah. I would I would look this way and go, and then like go and then and then like fake it, and it was like people and kids. Would, That's you know, how your acting career began. <laughs> yeah, that was my first. It was your first fake, fake, my real. fake totally a pass fake to make a pass. You made them believe that you fake were actually a pass to, to make, make a pass is what they it's teach. Also, what the they... first pitch you guys can probably attest to this. Yeah, and so we love it. A little extra special because, like, I guess that one I put up on like a bigger pedestal. It's just mm. like because I'd seen so many of them. Like mm. how many celebrity also games that maybe started ten years ago, mm -hmm. and it's it still was like a thing where I was like, yeah, I want that, but like yes. who knows what are, what's even the angle? How do you you see the casting of it? Sometimes you're like, I mean that guy. Is I guess well known, but that guy's way more famous. But then there's this. And then Quavos is just like Quavos, just like I'm gonna play, I'm gonna and shoot jack every time. up everything. Yeah, because I, you know, you're I can like, bring dude, some you're, out in a, you're in a group. <laughs> yeah, you're in a rap group. Yeah, like you should understand what it's like to be part a of a member team. of a team. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was the one guy I tried to chum it up with that didn't have. I mean, dude, he Mark was not having any of it. Dude, Mark Lazary and I were fucking the Bucks owner. were yeah. mixing it up, talking, yeah, talking Jewish stuff, talking uh -huh. a lot of hoops. At one uh -huh. point, I was like shooting threes in the corner, and I go, "If I make five in a row, will you give me a ten day contract?" He goes, a thousand percent. <laughs> Come on. Made four. No. And then uh, he and knew. Then, yeah, he, he knew. knew he, he knew you weren't making. But five. he was so cool. But Quavo, I, three different times, I tried to say what up to him. When he came right in, Brad walked right over to him, and he. He came in, by the way, like 30 minutes late. High and had so high, Probably super baked. <laughs> uh -huh. A lot of jewelry. So much. And he started taking off this one that was probably a $100,000 chain. And Brad goes, here, let me hold that for you. And he starts laughing. And so I snapped a great picture of um, Quavo putting it around Brad's neck. Oh, that's great. But, but then tried it's to like say what I'm there. the turnover chain. Oh, yeah. Did not <laughs> look me in the eyes when I gave him a bump. And then we got on the court and I tried to say something to him. Didn't give me any attention because no, he was focused. So then we're on the bench in the game, and you know, ch chumming up with uh, with Sue and, and trying to make some jokes Sue and Bird. and uh, just big crush, big crush. I mean, and Sue Bird, I, just the greatest. And um, and so I go. She uh, married. Uh, dating, um, what's her name? Um, uh, Megan uh, Rapinoe. Right. Megan, Megan Rapinoe. Rapino. That's right. That's such a power couple. Yeah, they truly Jeez, are, dude. And Louise. they're just like fucking adorable. But so Quavo yeah. checks himself into the game at one point and he just walks by and she just goes, eh, okay. And I go, please tell me Quavo just checked himself in. She goes, yeah. And I go, what do you do? She goes, what do I do? I go, I don't know. And then it gets down, there's about maybe three minutes left. I went in with like a minute left in the Dude, game. Dude, you turned it around for your team. You were oh, rebounding. Man. You, I watched Loose the ball. game. Took Loose a charge ball. on, I think it's AJ Davis, Ajay, what's her name? The WNBA player. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I took um, a charge. I took on a charge on her and, and <laughs> it was like five minutes left. I literally, it was like, you know, sometimes muscle memory in a sport where you're yeah. like, dude, I haven't taken a charge in 25 I mean, years. We need to take more charges in life, right? <laughs> Make that shirt, put to my face on it. Take more charges in life. I'll take 3%. I'll take a charge uh, in life. <laughs> but, dude, I literally am like, you know, uh, in the middle of like free throw line uh, defense, and I kind of like look over and see her start to go baseline. You slid so over. I slid over, got set right your feet. in position, set, set my feet. feet. You were suddenly a square on an iPhone <laughs> at a merch table after a comedy show. You're like, I'll take the charge. I'll take it. I'll take the charge. Dude, and I go down, and it was such a, it was such a easy call. But also, I'm sure the ref had a little hesitation of like. Sure. Oh, Do I, I definitely shouldn't be calling this, but it was so perfect. It, Dude, was, it was a perfect not, charge. It was, it was a perfect charge. It was a perfect charge. He slid over, his feet were set, perfect quick chat was back perfect in the back. Charge. He had the perfect it's amount of back charge. fat. Yeah. So, and he checked the charge perfectly. <laughs> and he made the charge great again. She gets <laughs> she gets up and goes, did you really just take a charge in a celebrity all-star game? And I go, you're already in the league. I'm trying to get in. And she's yeah. like, fair enough. You know, yeah, just know, have some body control, hey, man, bitch. Know how to slide, slide slipe it. Slide yeah, or yeah, get your body out of that control. Get your body. Or you know what? Pull up and hit a hit a J from two from twelve feet. Either way. So you, so the I first mean, pitch. So though, the so first pitch though. You get more, out there. I I bought a jersey. I had a jersey made to. Um, and I'm sure you guys went through the same thing. You're like, all right, we're comedians. Yeah. People expect something funny. It's be but funny. also, it's such a quick moment. It's great. Bro. So fast. do you? But you can't just do it. Also, you, did you go from the mound? Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Hell yes. Brad went in front of 
the mound. And he goes, because it's like a respect thing. And it was when we had Wee Man on the podcast, which, by the way, I'd never been around two dwarves at the same time yeah. before. And they were it going was at intense, each other. Dude. They, when they both slowly turned at me at one point, Literally, dude, like my heart started sweating. Mm-hmm. It was the most nervous I've been in a long time. The, you, you're like, this is either really good luck or really bad luck. <laughs> yeah, and I go, I've never had two little people look at me in slow-mo like that. And we man goes, now you're in our world, motherfucker. <laughs> and, it's like uh, finding an eight-leaf clover. <laughs> you're like, now, what is that, six more weeks of spring? What happens here? <laughs> so Brad did in front of the mound, and, and he goes, I didn't want to uh, disrespect him. And sure. we man goes, dude, you always ask for forgiveness, not permission. And That's he's right. like, what That's are right. they going to tell you if you... Got on the mound. He could make the throw. Yes. He and could easily make the to- throw. I to- totally. And so uh, so I was like, I'm doing it from the mound. And uh, Do you and go stretch or wind up? I went wind up. Yeah. Okay. I was going to go stretch. I went wind up. It was like an audible. I just, as soon as I got there, I was yeah. just like, oh, I'm going to okay. do, you know. Yeah. But I, I was like, I don't want to do, you know, something too crazy. Jeff Dye did a thing where he just wound up and then threw the ball all the way into the stands. And then went, oh, shit. Oh, well. It's funny. And it made, yeah, who? who did he throw it out? Mariners. But they haven't asked him back. And yeah. he told me because of that. Because yeah. they were like, yeah. they were like you didn't you tell us you were going to do that. That was weird Jeff and not died. funny. He died out there. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that he tried that. I thought it was funny, but he, but they Jeff tried. You know, they want a heads up on all that stuff. Sure. So I bought a Dave Niehaus jersey, you know, our longtime mm-hmm. Hall of Fame Mariners announcer. Mm-hmm. And I put that on. I was like, they gave me a jersey that said Ray. And I was like, I'm going to get out there and um, take and, off the Ray yeah. and have so the I Niehaus. Said, so I lined up like I was going to pitch. And then I was like, oh, I took a beat and took off mine. And it said Niehaus. And then I kind of did that. Crowd and, go nuts a little bit. Well, you know what? There's probably, you know, there's Mariners less did people not there. have a great season. Right. So yeah, there's probably okay. 15,000 people there. Sure. And it's the first pitch. But I was doing it and I was kind of like waiting and I couldn't hear anything. And so then I like turned to the other side of the stadium and went like that. Yeah. And then I'm like, yep, and went like that. And then I slowly started to hear like a, like Cheer. people recognizing like, that's oh, right. fucking, oh, that's nice. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And then uh, through the pitch, through a strike. And literally, I did the Randy Johnson, like, hit the chest and, like, looked at the Point sky. Point out this guy, yeah. And then I charged at the guy, uh, Dylan Moore, the uh, gave catcher. Gave him a real big hug. Saw that. And held on real tight. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, all right, man. He goes, all right. He Get goes, off. He goes, you did it. And I go, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> and he did the most professional athlete nervous laugh I've ever heard in my yeah, entire like, life. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let go. Yeah, no. Hold on to a man. <laughs> I tried to go Gene Garber, like Ooh. way down submarine style, and I threw it across my body. And there was a professional photographer. Now, the that, first time we did it, we did it in Cleveland, Cleveland in Progressive Field, which awesome. is now the Jets. So, yeah. so we did it for the game, and my move was to. Um, Fake like you were fake going to like third. Fake like I was going to do a pick from the stretch. Fake like I was picking off at third. And, and then, then turn, turn to, to do pick a pick off, off at first, oh, which is a great move. my God. Great Just move. to get people to yell balk. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so apparently the guy in the booth next to where we ended up later, in the in the box next to where we ended up, yes. yelled, uh, throw the damn ball. Like he was mad. I'm like, you're at an Indians game. This is when the Indians sucked. This is about seven, five or six years ago. You're at an Indians game in September. Yeah, oh, relax. Where do you have where to be? Do you, in time to watch it? Who cares? I did a one-second joke. So, because and you can see the YouTube video. There's like a YouTube so, video yeah. from way up oh, high, and you hear him ball. yell, "Throw the ball!" <laughs> so then I threw a great. I threw a perfect strike. You I didn't great. throw it hard, but you I threw a great. good strike you from the great. stretch. Then Ray, I whipped mine. Randy I came went. in and threw sidearm, and he probably threw about seventy-five miles. Per I hour. whipped Holy it, shit. and like the catcher had to and jump, jump up, up and, and catch, catch it. it. Like so, I'm like, I'll it. just do that again at Bush Stadium when we did it for Jose Okendo bobblehead night. Even cooler, and all so, way because I was. But we're right? nervous, so more nervous because you're in St. Louis and we're throwing it closer to game time. Our kids are on the field. There are a lot of people there oh, with the, and there it's, our mom is there. And so I actually I went to throw it sidearm and I threw it across my body a little bit. There was a professional photographer to take our picture yeah. throwing it. And we're throwing two Okendo. Two Okendo, who's really not a, you know, he hasn't caught in a while. Oh, yeah. He's not really a catcher. And he's so like 55. He's yeah, not going to reach to try and get it. He's not no. going to like scoop it or whatever. No. He's not going to make anything look good. He's not so frame a pitch. He didn't like reach out and grab the pitch. And there was like an old man about 80 years old who was a photographer. I hit him in the shins. Like he wasn't oh. even wearing anything. Like I probably no broke shin his shin. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like, I think I threw that thing so far left. I brushed back Rachel Maddow. <laughs> I don't good want to say left. That is bizarre. I brush back Rachel Maddow. Uh, Maddow. 
That was wild. That was weird. Can uh, somebody bring back, uh, start doing it, Carson, yeah, but just like writing those? We do mo- it all the time. We do it all but the like, time. But like, do you just pepper it into... Yeah, that is bizarre. Coming you do monologue up, jokes, like pre or post? Yeah. The, didn't uh, Wayne Fetterman was doing that? I think I think Dana He'd, Gould used to do a bit. No, uh, I think Wayne Fetterman did like Carson jokes today. And oh, it's like wow. Carson doing those things. Just hilarious. Phenomenal. Uh, okay, let's briefly talk about this because... Uh, I know you're an NBA guy, even yeah. though, so do you follow the Oklahoma City Thunder or no? No. So I, when Kevin Durant left, that was like closure. That was like, that was yeah. like seeing your mom get remarried, you know, right. after the divorce. It <laughs> yes. was like, Christ. good, things are better now. Uh-huh. Um, it also was like, and then when Russ left, it was like, oh, cool, they're never going to win again. Right. Yep. I mean, I know they're, they got some young talent and they'll probably they're fun. cultivate. Yeah. They could be an eighth seed before, yeah. maybe. But I think know. it's going to be a minute until... I don't think they're going to attract a big name. They're going to have to build it up from the ground. No, up. They, they, no one's going there. It's almost better if they went super south, so they could get like a superstar. Yeah, because I'm around. looking at the New Orleans Pelicans, and you're like, oh man, they lost Anthony oh. Davis, but they are going to be fun. I know, and Zion, like, dude, he's I, I when think he it's comes back. early enough. I think it's he's going to be fine. He definitely. You know, Richard Jefferson was telling us, he's like, he's got to lose some weight. He's like, it's going to be something that's going to have to, like, it's going to battle him for a while. But he's like, I don't necessarily think it's, I mean, look, he does have that quick, uh, Quick Derek Rose. He's quick fat, dude. (laughs) He is quick fat. He kind of is, He's the definition of, like, adult quick fat. He's what I would have (laughs) been. Well, let's not go over No, let's go there. That's what you pretty much said. That's pretty much what you said, and I'll take it. We did it. We did it. Uh, no, that but is that is weird. that was bizarre. I don't follow the Thunder. I look when they when the when the soups left. I I definitely like look the Blazers. I love Kevin Calabro, sure. the longtime Sonics commentator, who's just another gangster. Does ESPN games and yeah. he he went to the Blazers because um, they it's, asked him to, and it's, it's Northwest. still Northwest. Yeah. and he goes to Satellite. Yeah. And um, uh, you know he so you like them through Whiteside. I met at the it's not it's not players. Whiteside I met he came to a show of mine at the Miami Improv. Not to see me, he just came to see the show. Yeah. But had a good time. We chummed it up afterwards and now I, I love text it. him every now and then and that makes me love the Blazers more. But sure. I already love the Blazers because my dad lives in Salem. Calabro's their commentator. It's Ian still, Carmel's a good dude. Ian Carmel's a great our dude. Our buddy who loves <laughs> you root for your buddy who had so I'm And just, also it's the Northwest still. And right. so it's as close to and I always was a Blazers fan. Like I love that those Damon Stoudemire, Ruben Patterson, Bonzi Well like I love those squads. Is your Mom's still up in Seattle or no? Yeah, mom and stepdad and whole um, family up there. That's amazing. So we'll, and look, I've been told that like expansion is not happening for probably at least another five years, but the arena thing is what we needed. So yeah. the fact that that's going to be built in two years and hockey's coming and the season tickets sold out yeah. in less than an hour, like 25,000. So that told the NBA that like, oh, cool, there's this fan base that we thought maybe couldn't fill the arena is still there. And by the way, in the years that you didn't have basketball, you guys got the Seattle Sounders who are amazing and that whole Kinda thing crazy. is fascinating. And the Storm won three titles, the Hawks got good, the M's brushed with uh, a couple playoff berths. the but... Seahawks are all Seahawks are always good. And how much can you really want? Is this, that's the thing. This is a great topic, by the way. It's like Seahawks lost that second Super Bowl, and I had to remind myself. I go, hey man, because we Brad, had one. Brad and I went to the first one, which yeah. my buddies. From, so we went to that, and we weren't supposed to win at all. And nobody said, and we and dominated, destroyed. And then literally. so, and look, should he have won the second one? For sure. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about yeah. it. You yeah. give it to to the beast, but yeah. but also like. How many? T- you won one. Are yeah. you really going to let everything that happened in the second one take away from the no, first one? Absolutely. We say that all the time. Is the Cardinals got just buzzed by the buzzsaw yeah. that was per, was the, the hottest the Nationals this year? It's like it proves to you it's better to be hot than good. And that goes for women and men and everything. It's better to be hot than good because if you're hot, you can actually sustain it in a short series oh, yeah. much better. So they were hot. The Astros were all time great, but we were like, you can't get mad at the Cardinals. They weren't even supposed to be there this they year. Were, they were good. They turned but it on towards they, the end. They of what? were division leaders. You know. I was like, they're not going to win the division. Maybe they get in the wild card. They actually won the division. They won their first round against Atlanta. That was an unbelievable series. Then they got swept. They got they got destroyed yeah. by a Washington team that would win it all. And so we say what you just said. Hey, we always have 2011, one of the greatest comebacks yeah. ever, and David Freeze in the home run. I, we That's can, crazy. We're satisfied. Yeah. So I love that you have that attitude as a sportsman. All right, let's take a break. Yes. When we come back, uh, we'll David Freeze quick, will be here. We got some Giving no, out freeze pops. <laughs> quick hits. This is Girl in Red. Bad idea. Uh, it's never a bad idea to have Adam Ray on the show. Ooh. He is fantastic. Uh, follow him on Instagram. Follow him on Twitter. And listen to About Last Night, the amazing podcast he does with our friend and is Brad Williams. Stay with us right after this. Quick hits.
All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, Adam Ray is with us. He is phenomenal because we talk. Whatever, this is what we do. We hang out with him even at, at the comedy we store. Talk we, we talk sports. We talk sports. And do. by the way, you were at one of our most recent. It's a small moment, but if you're if you're a sports fan, you understand that the seasons are made of a collection of great small moments that happen that can turn things around for yeah. you. So you were there the night that Dave Chappelle came to the comedy store, which yeah. he does often, or yep. he'll swing through and swing by. And then when he wants to get up on stage, you let Dave Chappelle get up on stage. Whenever. Whenever, right. and let him do however much time he is. If you're after him, you just either wait. You may not get on because he's going to do two hours, and that's just what he's earned to this point, and that's what it is. You always watch. You always as watch. As much as you can. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's kind of... The people that I've seen... It's that, inspiring. ...that will just bounce and go, ah, whatever, or not even... I'm like, that is like if... Jordan just came into the gym and wanted to shoot around, and you're like, "Nah, and whatever." You're like, nah, we already I'll never played five get games, man. Let's let's just go home. Let's just go home. Like, so we watched, and we, as it was getting later, we were opting to probably go home. Yeah, that was our decision. At like 45 minutes, because what do you no, say so to we yourself? Were, so, so at 30 minutes, we're like, "Ooh, he might be on for a long time." Then at 45, we're like, Ugh. "Then at an hour, it was like looked we like had, he was going to wrap up. Looked like he was going to wrap up, and then he went for another thirty minutes. So it was an hour and a half. And at that point, we went up to the front. We're like, "Look, it's not fair to the people behind us. Why would we want to go to a set?" And once Chappelle leaves, this place is going to clear out. Forget it. And so in our brains, we had gotten in our it's cars. Also, witching and, hour. It's midnight. We gotten yeah. in our cars and driven down Sunset. Okay, oh, that's in our we minds, in our in our brains, yeah. we had gotten. We were driving down Sunset. And then Neil's like, okay, that's it. And Neil Brennan, who's on stage with him, and Chappelle's like, all right, that's it. Yeah. Goes to get off. Huge applause. He's getting off. And Neil's like, who's next? And Jeff, the piano player, is like, Sklar Brothers. So we're like ready to leave. And then here we go. We got to get yeah. right back up. And not just get back up for it. Because you know the comedy story. You do it all the time. It's like tag team. There isn't a host. Yeah. You got to come up. Yep. And sometimes you're following Sebastian and you know, Chris D'Elia yeah. and Rogan and Burr and, and, Burr and Anthony Jeselnik and Jeff Ross. Yeah. I mean, that's who you're following. Killers. You killers who should not be followed. Yeah. You get up there and you got to go do your thing and you got to stand shoulder to shoulder with it. And this is like, he just did an hour and Have a half. Have you followed Chappelle ever? Yeah, he came and did, he, when we were headlining in St. Louis, he was coming through and he asked if he could do a guest set and he Whoa. was awesome. Yeah, it was just incredible. Brilliant. So, but um, this was, but yeah, but he probably didn't do 90 minutes. Yeah, he did, he did 20 minutes. He right. was so they, like super respectful. This is 90. And so Randy and I were in the crowd and then, you know, this was a moment. It felt like a sports moment. It felt we were like, like, dude, what are we we can't be worried about this moment. We can't shy away from it. The moment it, can't be too big for can't us. Can't be too big it for us. Great. Why are we here? Similar sports and comedy are in moments like that where yeah. you're like, I do got to psych myself. It's like I got get you your know, game face on. Yeah, exactly. You have to believe in yourself. You have to say, I can take any moment. You say, you give to... me the ball. Yeah. Give me the ball. Wow. You know that feeling of like, okay, we got this. And, and also, by the way, all of our friends who were behind us who were on the show, we had to reset it. We had to reset it yeah. so that like they could actually do. We we're like we could actually turn if we have a good set, which we were not expecting. But we got up oh, there, really? yeah, because you're yeah, just a like, little PCU, right? But then a big PCU is like, all right, we're fucking pros. We crush. I think we thought we thought this. We thought we're gonna go up and we're gonna go up with confidence. We're gonna own the space. And your energy's and always great. Which, by yeah. the way, you need good in energy. any room that's kind of getting reset, and especially following a, a beast like that. Like, so you we weren't have... gonna. We knew we weren't gonna come on the stage and be like, well, it's gonna be hard to follow that, or we weren't gonna like. Admit defeat yes. in, in our body language or our. How do you follow words. Chappelle? You don't comment on. You don't the, you yeah. go up and you follow him, or and you make fun of him. You hit it head on. We said, Dave, you you were on stage for so long that on our way up to the stage, someone handed us the new iPhone. That's how long we've been waiting. <laughs> Dave, I yeah, tucked my five year old daughter into bed tonight, and now she's going to college. That's how long <laughs> you were on stage, Chappelle. So I mean, did you and, write these as you were yeah, going? Yeah. as we were going up there, and oh, it was amazing, and he was great, and he gave us a nice intro, and we did the set, and I remember coming off stage feeling like oh my god we can we can do anything we can follow anybody Truly. and we need to believe in ourselves we could and you were the very first person i saw in one of those rotating like yeah, yeah, swivelly yeah. chairs around yeah. thing and you gave i was so happy that you were in there to see that oh, set yeah. this is a story about you and you gave us so much like peer peer to peer praise that made me think what we just did it wasn't all just in our heads yeah oh good you were like you guys changed this fucking structure of this room you yeah. guys changed it up yeah dude and it what it felt so good to hear that from you because we love you so much and it, it just dude, you need great. those little you need those little victories you need those little yeah, reminders man. of like mm -hmm. i don't know just getting little tested because like you, you fall into a monotonous routine of like 
you know, you get, you, you hone your craft in, in all these different areas and you go, cool, like I know I can deliver and be consistent, but like, you, you, you know, you, and, and the challenges have to come from yourself on how much That's to really right. get better. But when you get those things to kind of truly test you mm-hmm. and you fucking crush it and are so present in the moment. It was just a great moment. I I'm was so glad, glad there I got to, to watch share. that. And then, and then guess what? I mean, I was, I think three you were like, after, after that, us. Yeah. Cause there was a part of me that was like, I'm not sticking around, but after, and like, so that was extra important because after you guys did that, I was like, well, I'm not leaving now. No. And, I was like, and, I gotta. Yeah. And it's the different, the structure is different in here now. We can do this thing. All right. Let's, should we get in some quick hits? Let's, let's do, do a couple quick hits. Uh, Usain Bolt is ready to yes. play in the NFL. Yes, if the Patriots or the Packers come calling, I love that those are the only two teams. No, he said if the Patriots or Aaron Rodgers comes calling, yes. not even the Packers. Like just, Aaron Rodgers, well, he's a big State Farm fan, and so he's like, I just, he's like, who's Dude, the we guy? All, we with almost, the, wow, we almost, I was about to do a Usain we Bolt. Almost, we almost booked that commercial. We almost so booked sad. that commercial. Um, the guy who's yeah the, the agent we, one, we did it as guy. two people we did it as two people and yeah, it was so better. funny it and was the so director good. loved it and the uh, and the ad agency loved it and the and Roger, and Rogers was like what's up dude because we know him. texting me because we we know him and he's like what's the story with you guys doing this thing and we're like can you please tell yeah, can, someone hey, we should do it Aaron Rogers can you State can you? Farm was like you had one person in the storyboards we don't understand why it would be like this everyone oh. else wanted. To, just like boom, it wasn't meant to be. There'll be, but there'll be another one. Oh, Rogers, Rogers ain't stopping doing commercials. No, Maybe there'll be a Campbell soup thing where there's like you know, two brothers. flavors of the uh, Rogers brothers. Yeah. Yeah. You guys being the Rogers brothers is dude, a great. I love it. He's like, got two long lost brothers. He's talented. Two untalented brothers oh who are, God, just are dude. sponging off him. That'd be great. All right, so uh, he said he's got the quickest ever tied the quickest ever NFL forty yard dash time with no warm ups and wearing a tracksuit and just regular oh, yeah. shoes. I love this, by the way. I am in so in favor of guys that don't play well, that are freak athletes to take a stab. But hold on, hold on. Two hits and the guy's out of the league. Two hits yeah. and he's done. Two hits. Yeah. But he gets he a shot from Jalen Ramsey. I guess. Does he need to be on the track anymore? No, Vontez Perfect. Vontez Perfect comes head hunting and that dude is just You don't done. think you just fucking Hail Mary him every time? When probed Maybe. what it would play he's for Randy him. Moss. He said, if the Patriots or Aaron Rodgers call me, if they call me, I'm ready. And look at him like holding and throwing a football. He does not look like he's ever held a football ever. What this is he... like when Marsha Brady threw the football back <laughs> after that hit her in the nose. That's no, what it okay. is. Oh my so God. I love that it's like Patriots and Packers, like the two best teams that would never call him. Like, if he was like, if the Dolphins or the Jaguars Dude, call him, I'm like, you know all right, what? well, they, okay. they might call you. So yeah, we're going to. like, if Rich Gannon and David Hasselhoff <laughs> show up on my caller ID, those are the only if two Ryan people Leaf, I'm responding to. If Ryan Leaf and Jim Plunkett call me, I am there. If Doug okay. Flutie and Rick Meyer call me on three way, <laughs> Rick Meyer. Oh, that's a Seahawks deep cut, baby. Rick Meyer is George's, a If Jeff George's mustache follows me on Twitter, <laughs> I will come back to the league. If Chad Henney calls me. So, if here, Jake Plummer, we're gonna play. Jake, we're gonna play a game here, and this is just we're gonna. I want you to to guess what his forty time was. Oh wow! Okay, guess what his forty time was. Probably better than ours. I'm yeah. gonna say four point two. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. Four point two zero. Four point two zero. What do you say? I was thinking that, so I'm gonna one dollar you. Four point one eight. Four point one eight. Well, you just won on dollaring yourself, but that's okay because maybe it's less. <laughs> Uh, get your answers in. Either if you're over, it's whoever's closest. Doesn't matter who's closest. Uh, Usain Bolt's uh, running time was unofficial, but 4.22. You're right. You guys are in the ballpark Ooh, right there. Bad. So Jesus, I mean, d- for, <laughs> for so real, crazy. for real. Let me ask you. I want to see it. Does a fan? Do, does he make a team or no? No, there's no Would way. Would a team ever take a chance on he him? He has to have the best hands yeah. ever. No dude. route running. If he it's can't like, even. You could maybe teach the route running or just go. I mean, look. Have you ever a caught a pass? Team. Have you ever caught a pass from with an NFL football from an NFL quarterback? No. So we went to NFL Rookie Day with the NFL. Like they were getting their, ba- they were had their in their uniforms getting their football card shot. This That's was at amazing. the LA Coliseum. Carson Wentz two years ago, a few years ago, we shooting from the NFL Network, and Carson Wentz threw some post pass. We went out on some routes, and he threw it to us. It's like not easy to catch an NFL. It's like football. catching a giant rock. Yeah, <laughs> like a I'm like, and so fast, and it's so fast. fast. And you it's learn how to thirty miles an hour. Is that no? How fast are they going? That guy was letting and up. He was and letting like up. Tight spirals, and they hit your chest, and you want to fucking die. That's why sometimes That's when they drop the ball, I mean, they are pros, and the gloves are so sticky. Yeah, but like I'm like, I mean, that looked pretty fucking fast. Like, dude. but you gotta. I, if Bolt doesn't, 
if he can catch the ball, I think there's a, a real possibility of him going to a team just to boost ticket sales. That's right. Great. It would be. Team right. Tebow. You Darvish waited for over God a year if, for over a year to get Justin <laughs> Verlander back. Do you remember remember when Verlander in game one like fell down and threw the ball at his own shin and it just like well, he, was, he goes oh, to yeah. feel the ball, he falls down on his back, it bounces off of his foot. Classic. So so he says basically a couple years ago. No no so so the tweet that you Darvish puts out is poor J V couldn't get out of his own way. Which you're like, no, wow. No, he didn't put that out. That's what someone else put out. Oh, but dude. then Darvish put out so a, last year you Darvish was rounding second base and slipped and fell. He yeah. hit a double. Yeah. And he slips and falls and I think uh Justin Verlander put out a tweet using that picture. Not doing a lot here to help us dispel that pitchers aren't athletes thing, as you Darvish kind of fell down and whatever. Fell down in second place. So then, basically... So Justin wrote back... So you Darvish, with his account, said, Justin, not doing a lot to help us dispel pitchers aren't athlete thing. Sent the exact same tweet right back to him and did his thing. So he trolled. So they got a little beef going. Yeah, I kind of love fun. it. This I like is a little you Darvish beef. So what I love Problem is... Problem is he... Everyone saw that coming because he tips his pitches. That's right. He tips oh, his tweets. He tips his tweets. You Darvish, Darvish. tips his tweets. No, we I'm saw joking. that coming. <laughs> Remember, like, that was the thing? Like, yeah. he, he was really good and then yeah. he was... Ba- like, for the Dodgers, he was terrible because everyone was knowing exactly yes. what he was doing. The pitch tipping thing. He'd, like, hold his glove up a little bit higher when he was throwing I mean, a fastball, a little lower when he's throwing other and everyone knew it was coming. It's like having a good hand and be like, oh, this full house is going to crush. Oh, you look guys. at all these aces. Yeah, look look at all these aces. Two pair. <laughs> Try beat two pair. With the, anyway. Um, but I do like that because anytime there is like a back and forth in sports, it's great. I watched the fight between Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns yesterday. I haven't watched it yet. That was on my uh, docket today. Uh, ben Simmons like giving a over his back yeah. giving like laying on the ground on Carl Anthony Towns giving a chokehold I didn't like that because you could like choke that guy out Ben Simmons is 6'10 and you're on top of a 6'12 yeah, you know, how, 6'11 how guy how far do you take the NBA fighting because I do like it so remember in go back and look at highlights from the 80s which is when you grew up watching basketball oh, yeah. like guys would square off at the free throw line all the time take Dude, three punches and they just get back into the game Rodman body checked Pippen in midair and knocked him into the photographers at like to where you're like, oh, you could break your back doing that. That's not yeah. even a flagrant. So, I mean, it is it crazy. It yeah. It was crazy. You're like, I think it's a, is it a charge? Like, not the foul on Rambus. Wasn't right. it uh, Bill Lambeer on yeah. Rambus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, F- wow, the clothesline. Yeah. Final story. And, I mean, the umpires got, <laughs> the umpires did not have a good. Serious. No. no. The umpires are under a lot of pressure. And I think oh. being an umpire is really hard. All of them are. But it's also the rule. The, look. Just know the rules, but also know that you're not there to get in, like, yeah. to get in the way. But like, I don't know, dude. You're but never just, gonna make the right call. I mean, no one's ever gonna be happy. Garrett Cole was pissed. Scherzer was pissed because they were missing a lot of calls. There were just a lot of things that were. They just had a rough time. Umpire Rob Drake, though, had a rougher time than most because this week he tweeted, quote, I will be buying an AR-15 tomorrow and warned of a civil war if the president is impeached. This is an umpire. Wow. Way to be impartial. I mean, look, you can believe did, whatever did, you wait, want. Did, and then, did he put hashtag, I'll be out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Ejected. Yeah. You will have all quotes, another Civil War, hashtag MAGA 2020. He later deleted the post Jesus. in a series of tweets Thursday. Of he, he apologized to the victims of gun violence. Yeah, dude, you're a public person. Like, I'm going to go get an AR-15. Like, that's the scariest shit ever. Like, that's the thing. that, But that is designed to scare people into this whole thing. Yeah, I'm like, dude. dude, you can't be a public person and do that. You just can't. You're not going to watch my kids. You're probably not going to speak at a D.A.R.E. graduation. But yeah. guess what? You are a public, mm-hmm. like, you, people mm-hmm. know you are. And you're on a big stage. And you have, like, not that anyone's, you know, looking for, you know, what's the, what do the umpires say about you that? Gotta you got to hold high, No, but you got to hold a guy like that to higher standards. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, you're allowed you to. Did you kick him out of, the, out of the game? No, the umpires. Did he get were, fired? I think no, he did not get, get fired. Because that is a crazy statement, dude. They that said, is. The umpires union in a statement Wednesday said, Rob is a passionate individual and an outstanding umpire. He chose the wrong way to convey his opinion about our great country. Oh, that's more Fuck than an you. opinion, dude. That's, that's a strong Fuck stance. you. That's saying I would go around and, and commit mass murder. By the way, I'm right? Isn't he for, saying, like, I'd get a gun and just fucking start spraying people? That's right. People? So I am all for the umpire's union say if an umpire is getting beat up, maybe even rightfully beat up, the umpire's union saying, hey, lay off this guy. He's one of ours. Lay off him. This is for calls and stuff. But you can't defend that. This is the problem. Was it MLB that... that no, this is the, the umpire's umpire. union. I'm like, Ooh, this dude. is the problem. You cannot defend this. By the way, the umpire's the union, guys. you can be nimble enough to be like, hey, we don't tolerate that bullshit. Yeah, dude. That's Crazy. a one and done thing. That's a uh, what sport has really come down on any sort of true bad like so, the NFL has not done a, the no. best job, but 
I mean, so what if someone was like, uh, if if someone said when Clinton was being impeached, hey, Clinton's being impeached because he gets he got a blowjob. Got a blowjob. I'm gonna uh, take a bunch of pitch, hand grenades and throw them out in the stands. What? Whoa. He'd be gone. Yeah. Gone. Uh, gone. 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 Fuck, dude. That's it, dude. That's quick hits. That's it. That's, That's it. all, man. I know. It's, can I plug a couple things? Yes, yes, please plug away, dude. Can I can I play one of the things I'm plugging? Yeah. Yes. Let me let me turn this down. Okay. All right. Go so ahead. so first of all, um, starting a for Showtime Digital a football comedy show with Mark Sanchez called Fourth and Forever. Yes. That you guys need to be one of the first uh, guests on. We would love 100%. to do it. Hundred okay, percent. Um, and. Uh, and that so that's coming soon, December. Yeah. And then I have a comedy music album coming out. Yes, uh, called uh. Songs for the People. Play and um, what's it? Can I get it's, it? Or it's, no? it's very. Uh, it's pre-order will be available November okay. 29th. Great. Okay. Okay. Get, it get it. But it's uh, it's all a bunch of very well produced um, so- comedy you have a songs. Great voice, dude. Thanks, man. And uh, and some sketches like Sandler style. Great. Frank Caliendo does a Gruden uh, sketch he's for me. He's been on um, this show. He's um, amazing. Yeah, he's the best. So this is I got. Um, Johnny Resnick, the lead singer of the Goo Goo Dolls, to sing. So on. let's play this as our as our way going out. So this is a uh, a song I wrote about my nieces when they were. Uh, I love who I all love of it as your nieces. very much, and when they were five, I wrote this song about them. And uh, twins, they twins. Twins, yeah. So <laughs> cool, right? Yeah, play, play it into the microphone, and this is what we'll take to break. Great. <laughs> Ten. He might be nine or four, but he won't see it coming for sure. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome lead singer of the Goo Goo Dolls, Johnny Resnick. I know Adam pretty well, and from hanging with him, I can tell if his nieces were in danger. Travel to the depths of hell. Well, can be scary place. That's why I care Unreal. Water balloons filled with ninja stars and other terrifying shit and stuff. The point I'm trying to make. Incredible. Dude, get this album. The album is yeah. called Songs for the People. Songs, Songs for the Keep people. playing it as we oh, go yeah. to break. Okay, cool. And we come back, Gar Ryness, who predicted that the Nationals would win, will join us after this. View from the Cheap Seats, Adam Ray. We'll be right back. I love you. Support for this podcast comes from WGU. Do you want a more skilled and effective workforce? Do you want to build loyalty and increase employee retention? A partnership with Western Governors University could be exactly what you need. Over 300 organizations nationwide already count on WGU for valuable education benefits that lead to better prepared and more capable workers. With more than 60 accredited bachelor's and master's programs to choose from and shorter credential programs coming soon, WGU has long been a leader in making quality higher education more accessible. Flexible online learning is the key. Students can fit schooling around their existing schedules and even complete courses and degrees sooner than planned. WGU makes earning a respected degree possible with just a computer and an internet connection. Partner with WGU today to make a smart investment in your company's and employees' future. Learn more at wgu.edu partnerships. That's wgu.edu partnerships. Introducing the new Verizon Business Unlimited plans. Now you can pick a plan for as low as $30 a month per line with AutoPay. Get 5G nationwide, plus massive data capacity, plus spam blocking features. And with Verizon Business Unlimited, you can mix and match the right plans for your business so you get more of what you need and none of what you don't. From Verizon, the network businesses rely on. 5G nationwide available in 1,800 plus cities on most VZ 5G devices. Monthly per line pricing with 5 plus lines on Biz Unlimited Start. Device payment, smartphone purchase. Auto pay and paper free billing required. Terms apply. 
Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Uh, Adam Ray, fantastic, love it. Uh, as promised, we got the batting stance guy, uh, our buddy Gar Ryness. If you don't follow him on Twitter, he's batting stance G, and on Instagram he is batting stance guy. Uh, unbelievable follows. The Instagram's amazing because the videos are incredible. I-, I went through all of the Astros players with my son, who just kept wanting to see more and more of your impressions because we got into the World Series. Uh, I love it. We love when you're on. But what's relevant here on this podcast is within this podcast. It's own history before this season started we, we said, asked you okay give well, us your way too early prediction of who's going to win the world series and you said the nationals and so i actually want to go find that clip and insert it right here so we can hear it so i'm going to give a moment if we can find it to put it right here let's make the two way too early picks dodgers Based- for sure no no nationals indians nationals, nationals indians. indians wow nationals indians and who wins it all the Nationals win the World wow. Series this year. And here's what I'm going on. I'm going on one thing. What? T. Martin. So, Peyton Manning, best quarterback ever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Four straight years, can't beat Florida. Tennessee the next year, T. Martin takes over and they win the National Championship. Uh-huh. Tiki Barber. Oh, my gosh, how the Giants ever going to replace? He's a Hall of Famer. He leaves. And Giants win the, the Super Bowl the next yeah. year. So, you're saying... You say addition by subtraction. I'm saying Utah finally made the national championship game when Keith Van Horn already left for the pros. There you go. Sometimes yes. I, it makes no sense. All right. There Nationals are winning the World Series this year. Insane. Un- unbelievable. Unless they didn't find it, in which case we just paused for no reason. But if we found it incredible that you predicted that, how could you have known? What were you, what were basing, you basing it on? It on? They, uh, lose, they lose Bryce Harper, the best player in, in the National League. A broken clock is right twice a day. If you throw stuff off the wall, you see what it sticks. And okay. when Peyton Manning was the best quarterback in college football, they couldn't beat Florida. Mm-hmm. University of Tennessee, he leaves. T. They, Martin comes. And they beat Florida. And they win, and they, the, and they win the national championship. Yep. So Tiki Barber, the greatest running back in Giants, mm-hmm. retire. And then they win it next year because... Addition there's, by subtraction. There's, so the new analytic wave is... is Correct. However, it there's no way to quantify this magic that sports has. Right. So put all the David Freeze numbers you want out there. I don't know why in 2011 he just became a freak game six yeah. and seven. So I, I can't explain how some people's heart rate, like Anthony Rendon, every game, if you watched him the whole game, routinely yawned in the World Series. Like yeah. His, his resting heart rate is it's like zero. Is bonkers. It's yeah. like 51. Like Renke for the first six innings, Dude, I, we were I like, this game's over. it was a World Series. He was acting like, I mean, it was 2009 yeah. Cy Young Royals Renke. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. I just, I couldn't believe it and I was like, man. Well, and the other thing about it which is so funny and so interesting is that everyone's sort of gone to this like, okay, just get your starters into the fifth or sixth and then we get into that bullpen and then it's some guy from six to seven, seven, eight, nine, and then you finish it. What the what the Nationals said was like, we're going to win it on starting pitching. We're going to have our starting pitching go as Could deep as we can. you believe that Scherzer gave what he gave last night? And the thing is, it's, it's, it's lucky. So if Josh Hader strikes out Juan Soto in the eighth mm-hmm. inning mm-hmm. of the wild card game, the the Nats can't get it done. They always mm-hmm. fail. They they're never going to do right. it. Right. None of those guys are winners. Wasting Strasburg's Scherzer, winner. wasting Strasburg. Yeah, Mike Rizzo. It doesn't it doesn't work. Their system doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is they go on the you, run. You get Trey Turner, you get Rendon, and you get Soto and Eaton, who just those four guys just mm-hmm. go nuts in a bunch of elimination games. And here they are, the champs. Yeah. And, and there's there's so the 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 magic the thing for me was I thought very quietly. Um, Bryce Harper, because of the kind of LeBron James like being on the cover of Sports Illustrated mm-hmm. as a 16 year old, mm-hmm. that Juan Soto actually numbers wise was going to be a fair or better replacement. Mm. And then they're going to pull holes for McGuire. Yeah. And then they're going to use that other money and be able to like sign Corbin and they're going to mm-hmm. be able to do other things. Um, so I, I just thought. If you don't sit around, <clears throat> like with the Knicks, that's pretty well Knicks that went all the way. Bill Simmons yeah. loves saying the Ewing theory is if you don't sit around waiting for Bryce Harper to hit a three-run homer. You, it changes you, the dynamics you of how your team. You, that's if right. you don't do it, you're like we, we would have great players in high school, and then they would graduate. And like, well, how are we going to do it without this guy? And then somehow we did because all the players band together and like, well, I have to carry my weight. That's like right. Jan Gomes last night knew like. I have to be my best if we're going to win. That's right. I can't just sit around and wait for 
someone else to do and better. do it against a historically great team. I know, and on the road. I mean, on the road. That to me, road. we'll never see another. You will never see a no. championship series, be it in. Certainly, you'll never see in the NBA. Two Cy Young Award winners facing each other. But a I'm saying you'll never see where the road team wins every game. Did you see the numbers? So. 1,420 series. Mm-hmm. Zero had ever done this. In, in hockey, basketball, is obviously football game. Yeah. So hockey, football, no, sorry. Hockey, hockey basketball, basketball, and baseball. baseball. Never had the home had the home team lost Every six game. in a row. Yeah, it's let six alone seven. seven. Yeah. Like it never even happened six, and the only time it happened five. It's like twice before. 96. Twice. Yeah. So 96, no, and then so there was no another one. Crowd, no home crowd got to enjoy one game in this World Series. How frustrating was that? One of them. Yeah, you were at so one. So I of was them. at one of the home. You were asked to live tweet at the national yeah, game. So Twitter, God bless Twitter. Yeah, Twitter sent six or seven of us, mm-hmm. flew us out, had us tweet from their you, suite. Bartman, <laughs> who else tweeted with you? Bartman, no, no. Okay, uh, would it be a yeah, Bartman? Morgana, Barry, Morgana the Kissing um, Bandit. Morgana the Kissing Bandit. Morgana the Kissing Bandit. Mm-hmm. Um, San Diego Chicken. Yeah, Jake and Jordan from Cespedes Barbecue. <laughs> Jessica <laughs> Kleinschmidt pitching. Uh-huh. Ninja, it, uh-huh. no, it was unbelievable. Great. It was great to be there. Um, yeah, Perfect. It, it was it was unbelievable. What a cool to thing! Be what a cool thing! At hey. a series where, and by the way, the, Strasburg and Sugars are pitched both games at um, in, in in Houston, Houston. both times. So the idea of like Houston blew it at home. It's like. You face Chris the best. Carpenter. Chris Carpenter showed you guys mm-hmm. against Roy Philly. Holiday. It yeah. doesn't matter where you are if your starting pitcher is on that game. It doesn't right. matter if you're home or away. Yeah. So, so here's my question to you, a lover of baseball. Obviously, neither of these two teams are your teams, and you weren't necessarily rooting for any one team. But this outcome, let's admit it. We now that it's over, is better for baseball in general. Don't yeah. You well, I think, think I think so because of all the. Because of all the kind of Astros tomfoolery at the beginning of this year, I think they yeah. became a great villain. Yes. So and and AJ Hinch is awesome. Altuve is awesome. Like sure. each like guy one by one for They're the great. most part. Bregman, you know, I saw the picture of Bregman and his, his grandfather. grandfather. He looked like all yeah. my Jewish friends from college. <laughs> by the way, yeah. his grandfather was like the lawyer for the Washington Senators. Oh yeah, that's right. I saw so that. So so his grandfather, this one who passed away like the day yeah. in the middle of the series, yeah. was like involved with the last baseball the Washington yeah. Senators that existed in, in DC in DC so it's yeah. amazing that he would be up against them and then of course he But left. also they've been in the play they won the World Series 2 years ago so so we we we've, we've kind of seen them yeah. and they're yeah. really good and they're kind of the patriot the fact that they're like getting distressed assets that are in like court cases for beating yeah. up people like they they're kind of cold in the way that the Patriots are viewed as kind of yeah, cold. Yeah. And so they make a great villain. So just rank and file people like as I'm wearing a Ryan Zimmerman jersey around. Yeah. P- people are really excited because, I mean, honestly, who hates the Nationals? Other than Walgreens, like who <laughs> hates the, who, who have they stolen the logo of? Or who, well, who do they not? I mean, it's... Who, who hates the... Na- I mean, nobody. honestly, at that Houston game and game two... I couldn't find four people <laughs> wearing national stuff because they're they're kind of a non. Well, they're not. Factor. Yeah, people don't love them or people. Yeah, nobody don't hate like them. grew up like. Well, I guess some people are younger than us, but for the most part, um, yeah. I think Expos fans, Expos got on fans, this. maybe, no, but they, they're, they're not happy. They're because like they're, Sonics fans with the Thunder. Yeah, that's success. like Adam Ray. But I think the truth is that you know what's amazing is Strasburg incredible. Scherzer, incredible. Those are two pitchers, in my opinion. And this is the way I feel about Kershaw. Yeah. Even being a Cardinals fan and not a Dodgers fan, I want that guy to get a ring. Yeah. Because yeah. Scherzer, three Cy Youngs, he's, he's uh-huh. probably one of the best of our time. He's the yeah. first ballot Hall of Famer, there's no question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's got a ring. Strasburg was like the guy who came in with all the hype. And what was 100 he? 100 mile an hour. He was the next Nolan Ryan. And he was the next Nolan Ryan. And then, remember, he's either you're shutting him down yeah. year after year and all this stuff and all these problems. You're like, oh, he's going to be the career that is not fulfilled, not right. fulfill the promise. And then the fact that they win. He he's his, MVP. These guys, they have as many World Series wins as Maddox, as Glavin, and as Smoltz. What's crazy about the third, the, so the third starter in that rotation was Patrick Corbin. So I went by myself to game five mm-hmm. of that Nats-Dodgers series because mm-hmm. I was like, I got to see this. If, yeah. the, if the Nats are going to go on, they got to do it here. The Dodgers are probably going to keep on. They're probably mm-hmm. going to go to the World mm-hmm. Series. So Patrick Corbin very quietly lost game one. Oh, sorry. Patrick Corbin lost both games. He was the losing pitcher in both games. And then he comes in with the score tied 
and in the game against the Dodgers, Dodgers in Game 5, and I texted Tyler Kepner, who was up there, and I was like, has there ever been a player who's lost every game in a series? It never happened. So Corbin, all, had David Freeze gotten a single, and the eight, Patrick Corbin would have lost all, all three, three games. And he goes from that to pitching three shutout innings in the clinching game on the road. I mean, it, so, so that's a guy who throws 100 miles an hour. Yeah. That's it's, a guy I mean, who throws he's, a curveball he, that he's, falls off. He's the, the best number three in baseball. Am I right? Hardest throwing lefty, maybe. Gosh, who is starter? the best number three? I, I mean, the Dodgers. Granky's a, a pretty three. good number three, yeah. and the Dodgers have a good three. But Ryu I would, is kind of their three. Yeah, but Ryu can't be depended on, can he? He's just, I don't know. I, it, I, I'm I'm so surprised. The, the thing about the thing about the national story is, it, it's not just you know, yes Scherzer, yes Strasburg, mm-hmm. yes Corbin. It's um, like. Annabelle Sanchez and Max Scherzer are like crying on the field, hugging each other. Like the Giants swept them when they played in the yeah, World Series years ago right. with the Tigers. Yeah. And then um, the the story Tom Verducci told, where there was like a 37 year old um, like video guy who, um, when Strasburg was getting hit really, really badly in the first inning, gave up a couple of runs uh, in Game Six. He sprints in and basically gets the attention. Is like, hey, he's doing it again. So he was tipping his changeup. So the Astros basically knew. Wow. And then so it's like it takes a whole team of every people. dork on the team, you know, like it. everyone that we would know, like, right, on a field. Like it takes them. It takes Kevin it's an Long, organizational win. Kevin Long had a phone call with the hitting coach with um with Howie Kendrick when and Howie Kendrick wasn't sure if he was going to keep playing. He was like, hey, I think. I think you're doing a thing where where you're stepping kind of too into the ball. I think if you step toward the pitcher as opposed to toward home plate, like you'd have a bet. And then he's he hits, the guy that hits, hits the, the opposite field. Literally, run, like, which he had to step forward to open his body up so he could yeah, hit it to like, down the right field and line. By the way, I watched that pitch over and over and over again. God, I mean, it's a good Will pitch. Harris, it's a great it's pitch. A great pitch. It's, he it's, just it's, got it's it better. Dumb, like, oh, why, why didn't you? No, I hate just, the I hate the why didn't you take out Grinky throwing a one hitter it's in ridiculous. the seventh. Like, and he's looking to make it. Or right. you did it and it didn't work. Incredible. And I you how called about it sooner. It's probably. I wonder how it feels like to get hit hard on your end. Yeah. Oh no. Um, so here's what I'm going to ask you. Go ahead. So on on the Asuna thing. So Molly Knight made a great um, observation that at the end of the World Series, the the guy in the domestic violence, mm-hmm. you know, charge. Asuna can't get it done and the guy who ends up closing it out is the guy that everyone gave flack to Daniel Hudson for leaving the team to be to with be with his, his wife, wife when she their third boom. that is such a great storyline here's my last thing I'm gonna ask you because we're now one day after the World Series yeah who wins it all next year because you are clairvoyant who do you think wins it all next year Garrett Cole is gonna be on the Angels on the Angels yeah so the Angels are gonna make the playoffs the wow. Reds are going to be the team that didn't make the playoffs that make it this that wow. make it. Um, Anthony Rendon is going to sign the biggest contract in Texas Rangers history wow. in order to open up that new stadium. And okay. he's from there and uh-huh. no sales tax. Mm-hmm. Um, and the winner of the World Series next year. 2020. 2020. The San Diego Padres with oh Steven Strasburg. Strasburg goes to the Padres. Yes. Wow. All right. You heard it here. Gar Ryness, my favorite we'll dude. We'll dredge the, it up next year when he's right. World. This is Fire in Cairo. Uh, guys, just uh, come see us in L.A. If you're in L.A., come see us. Next Thursday night. Thursday night at Dynasty Typewriter. We're doing the Taggett Show. Great people on that. We got a live Dumb People Town we're doing on December 2nd at Largo with Weird Al Yankovic, Aisha Tyler, and Dirty Projectors. Uh, Dirty Projectors uh, Dave Longstreth, the lead singers, uh, doing music there. Middle of November, we're in Austin, Texas at one of the best comic clubs in the country, Cap, Cap City, City, with the great Amy Miller. It's going to be a fantastic 13th weekend. 13th through the 16th. And then just go to supersclubs.com. Tons of dates coming up. Uh, we love you guys and uh, Punch Waterfalls. Punch Waterfalls. Rock. New merch, new merch available, by the way. New sweatshirt available. Fluffycrate.com and use the keyword Sklar. All right, we're out. A podcast network.